Hi, this is Jared Easley. I'm the co-founder of the Podcast Movement and the host of the Starve the Doubts podcast. And you're listening to Vegetarian Zen with my friends Larissa and Vicky. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And in today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, which is episode number 101, we're going to be talking about vegan-style snacking. We're going to talk about pre-packaged snacks and some snacks that you can make easily at home. Or yum. pretty easily. Yum, 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 yum. Pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But first, what about that bumper? Bumper. That bumper. That. Which is, if you recall, is our technical term <laughs> for the thing that goes before the music. We're all geeky now. <laughs> well, not now. I mean, I've always Pretty been. Pretty much always geeky, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, that uh, was our good friend, Jared Easley, as you heard. And Jared is uh, has an awesome podcast all his own called Starve the Doubts. He's been podcasting over there uh, since October of 2012. And the kind of uh, grab you line on his website starve the doubts.com is set for that advertises the podcast is are you interested in learning how successful entrepreneurs and high achievers overcome self-doubt if so welcome so that's what his show is about and he has really great interviews with really great entrepreneurs and and people who are just getting out there and just overcoming doubt to do what they want and, and he uh, walks his talk because is that right? Walks his talk? Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he walks his talk because uh, he put on one of the biggest events last year for the first time, uh, an event called the Podcast Movement. And he was one of the co-creators of that. And it was an awesome mm-hmm. event, especially when you take into account it was his first of that magnitude to put together so it was nice we met so many people that do the same thing that we do in different areas uh subject matters that is and it was just a great event overall and we are looking forward to going there at the end of july right for number two number two podcast movement number two and uh so yeah jared is an amazing author and speaker you can find more information about him and his podcast at starvethedoubts.com and thank you so much jared for uh, stepping up and doing a bumper for us all right and now some exciting news we have a new rating don't we we do. We have one hot off the presses. I just got the email notification this morning. So uh, now this is from Holly and it's her iTunes um, name, I guess, is Forest Fam. So maybe her last name is Forest. I'm, I don't know. But uh, now she is in the U.S. and it was just right from this week. So Holly says, I love you guys. I do, well, the OK, the yeah, let me back up. The title of the review is, Where Have You Been All My Life? Love it. <laughs> I know. I don't even think you told me that when we met. Aha. <laughs> Funny. See, Holly, you're upstaging me now. Uh, so Holly says, I love you guys. I just started to listen to your podcast at work, and I am inspired and addicted. I appreciate how you teach and inform, but never preach or talk down to those that are not perfect vegetarians and vegans. 
I have been vegan for four years and can't imagine living any other way. Love your tips and advice and only wish I lived closer so we could hang out at Whole Foods. Thank you for all you do and keep the podcast coming. Holly from the Oregon coast. That is awesome. And see, that's the kind of vegan, vegan, vegetarian people, whatever you are, that we love to attract to this podcast because it forms such a nice little peaceful society, right? Mm -hmm. I I think, you know, it's it's just great when we can all get along. (laughs) Yes. Okay, let's move into the news. All right. So what what do we have in the news? This 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 is pretty cool. Now, Portland, a lot of people might not, or maybe some people do know this. Portland, Portland, Oregon, is one of the most vegan-friendly places in the United States. I did not know that. But it makes sense. I mean, it's it's such a a cool place, right? (laughs) It's kind of like Austin here in in San Antonio, I mean, in Texas, which is funny because it's like, the most loosey goosey place in Texas, and it's the capital, the capital. Of, of this big, <laughs> uh, otherwise conser- very conservative. And I don't mean that just politically, I mean in all sorts of mm-hmm. ways. Uh, so, anyways, Portland is opening its first vegan mini mall. And what does it mean to be vegan? I mean, a vegan mini mall, that mm-hmm. is. is it? Um, so, it's really about the stores that are occupying the mall. So there's a store called Food Fight, which I think is kind of like a Whole Foods type of... Yeah, it's a grocery store. Yeah. And then there's Sweet Pea Baking Company, which I'm imagining is a vegan or a vegetarian mm-hmm. baking company. It's vegan, yeah. Herbivore Clothing Company. And we've okay. talked about them before on our podcasts about, I think... Uh, it's like vegan the, fashion or the, yeah. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. And then Scapegoat Tattoo. Now, a lot of people don't realize or think about, I guess, that Tattoos aren't necessarily vegan, mm-hmm. depending on where they get the ink from, right? Yeah. So um, so awesome. And hopefully this will go very well. Uh, Portland has a pretty long history of veganism uh, in their city. I, I think that goes back to like the Seventh-day Adventist mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. back in the 1800s. So they're very... Um, very up in 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 that area right so 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 holly now pay attention if you're in the portland area or if you are not and want a road trip uh go check it out uh the let's see i don't know if there's a specific name of the mall but i'll look it up and put it in the uh the Oh, did she say she was from Oregon? She said Oregon. Oregon, okay. Oregon coast. Okay, so so go recon for us, Holly, and then uh, (laughs) report report back. back. (laughs) Report your findings. (laughs) Okay, are we ready to move into the main topic? Yep, I got the munchies. Okay. All right, so now, contrary to what people might think, there are plenty of options available for vegans with the munchies, like me. I always have the munchies. I'm not strictly vegan, but I always have the munchies, so... Uh, now, of course, the same rules do apply when you're eating, when you're looking for vegan snacks, as with any other vegan food. So, you know, no eggs, uh, no milk, cheese, or other dairy products or ingredients. And then if you're a vegan who doesn't eat honey, then, of course, no honey. I think the other thing to remember as you're, as we're talking about these snack foods is remember these, just because they're vegan or vegetarian, well, in this case, vegan, doesn't mean they're necessarily 100% healthy for you. Right. And as we discovered, these are not all calorie free. <laughs> right. <laughs> None yeah. of them are calorie free, as yeah. a matter of fact. So, uh, you know, you still, if you're trying to drop some pounds like we are, you still have to be cognizant of that mm-hmm. and, and just uh, make sure that you're exercising good judgment when it comes to, because it's so easy to get. So I think when we became junk food vegetarians, we we're just like, oh, we're not eating meat anymore. Mm-hmm. Yay, the world is open. And unfortunately, we actually started to 
gain weight when we became vegetarian. So right, just yeah. because we were not eating properly, we're eating junk food and eating probably a lot too much of it. Too much of it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's start. We've got a couple of different categories, I guess, categories you call them to talk about. So the first thing is whole food type snacks. And by whole food, I don't mean things that you buy at Whole Foods. I mean, whole food, unprocessed, raw uh, snacks like that. So of course, number one on the list, I think would be fresh fruits, or vegetables. So maybe uh, some cut up fresh fruit or hummus with raw veggies to dip or maybe with pita. And um, another thing would be roasted chickpeas. And then we have now we'll talk about this later in the recipes, but uh, we have a recipe for the roasted cinnamon sugar chickpeas. Another one is edamame. And I just did well, just when I say just, it's just for us, uh, where we record ahead, but uh, that we have a quick tip on our Tuesday quick tips about keeping shelled edamame in your freezer. And you can buy it in the in bags, you know, you can get organic at the grocery store and just keep a bag or two in your freezer because there's so many different uses. But a lot of people like to snack on it. And you can either just cook it like you normally would boil it or microwave it if you do microwave or steam it and then add some seasonings and snack on it that way or you can roast them just like you would chickpeas Uh, and then also nuts and seeds is another good one so these are all whole fresh snacks yeah the one one caveat i was going to add to the fresh fruit is if you are you want to be careful of that too much of that because of the sugar that can be in the fresh fruit so like larissa really has to be careful of that especially in juices and Mm -hmm. and smoothies she has to be careful because she does tend to put like the pineapple and the apple and the orange and those can have a lot of sugar and and spike her sugar level so you just want to be careful with that that's a good that's a good point all right, let's talk about some prepackaged or processed vegan snack foods. Now, these are some of the ones that are maybe not as good for you, but, you know, everything in moderation. Yeah, and it's better for you than some of the stuff that we've... It's better for us, from the, first of all, from the vegan standpoint, so mm-hmm. we're, we're taking out the any animal mm-hmm. type of um, products in there. But then also, they do tend to be more... Usually when they're going vegan and they say they are, they tend to be non-GMO, mm-hmm. and they tend to like really pack a lot of healthier... Uh, ingredients in there. Right. So one of our favorite brands is Earth Balance. So we usually get uh, like the chips, the popcorn, some crackers and nut butters. I don't wait a minute. I don't think we've tried uh, Earth Balance nut butter. We usually get Justin's. Justin's, Yeah. Which is also very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So nut butters in general, I think. And that's another thing that we can talk about. (laughs) She's saluting. (laughs) Silly. Uh, That we can talk about later is making your own nut butters. But uh, so yeah, one of the good things is that there are more and more sna- uh, companies that make processed foods that are actually making vegan snacks. So that's a really good thing. And that's something that we didn't have a lot of in the past. And I think you're just seeing more and more. So like you said, Earth Balance is one. And then here's your favorite or one of your favorites. Yeah, that's the Vega products. Those are my favorites. I don't know that I've had anything of Vega that I don't like, including when I was training for the half marathon, I got some of their gel the run the oh, i don't know what do you it's like a lot of runners use this like gel i forget like it's supposed to have like a, it has about 100 calories it's for fuel mm-hmm. and that was one of the better ones i've had one before when i before i was a vegetarian i had some other gel i don't know that it was necessarily 
not vegetarian, but the taste was of this one was much better to go down than the other one. So that's something that you just like as you're running, you just pop it, it out of your pack. And you, and, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fuel. It's, and it does make a difference, by the way. Does it? It does. There's uh, Vegas, Vegas snack bars, protein bars, powders. Now, I've had some folks come back with some of the powders that said they just didn't care for it as much. But I'm, you know, I put, usually I put the protein powders in a smoothie and I really cannot even taste it. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like them myself. But I mean, certainly something, you, they, the cool thing about a lot of the Vega products is they come in smaller packages too. So you don't have to buy like some $50 tub. You yeah. can buy like a couple of little packages to try some things. Right, right. And now, you know, we've talked about this before, and I, I really don't care for any of their products, but it's not, it's not so much taste with me, it's texture. I'm very texture sensitive, and uh, I just don't, I, I just don't really care Yeah, for even it. the powder, she says she can taste those, even though the Vitamix, like, totally, mm-hmm. like, smashes that up mm-hmm. as much as it can. She says she can still... Kind of. I like how she says, she says, she's like doing air quotes. Well, I here. meant, I didn't doubt you. <laughs> she's thinking weirdo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. So then another thing that is a, a pre-made product that is good with a couple of small caveats is Melba toast or crisp breads. And Many of these are vegan, and I actually did. I did my due diligence here. I went to several manufacturer or like uh, food companies' websites that make uh, and sell crisp breads and melba toast, and I actually checked their ingredients. So I was sitting here like clicking on all their different products and looking at the ingredients, and I did find that probably ninety eight percent of them were vegan. So uh, one example is the Wasa brand. I think it, they're Swedish, and they have a couple of different varieties of these crisp bread type. And you know, the crisp bread is just a really thin, whole grain, almost crackery type thing, but it looks like dried bread slices kind of. Uh, So of their varieties that are actually labeled crisp bread, they have eight of them. Um, They're all vegan. And then they have a a different kind of line of products that is it's called crisp and light. And they have two of those varieties and neither of those are vegan. I think one had powdered milk and one had eggs or something in it. So just always read your your labels if you're not sure. You know, and I just wanted to add there, that's really cool of you to go out the website and just double check. So yeah. thanks for doing oh, that. No problem. She does. I, I just wanted to say that because I mean, she does a lot of this research for us because I work during the day and this is her full time thing. So Thank you for doing that. Oh, you're That's welcome. Awesome. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to put something out there, and then somebody comes yeah. back and says, "Well, did you know that there's eggs and milk and cheese in there?" I'm like, "Yeah, no. but that's due diligence." See, yeah, we're, yeah she she's doing the research, so none of us have to. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's no different than what I do whenever I go to the store because I yeah. very rarely pick up something and put it in my cart if I'm not familiar. If it's a product I'm not familiar with that I haven't bought before, I don't think I will put it in my cart until I've looked at all the ingredients, looked at you know the sugar content and how much protein it has and so and that's something that you know we've just gotten accustomed to doing that I've gotten accustomed to doing especially since we became vegetarian and then again since we started uh, on Weight Watchers and and really being more aware of what we're putting in our bodies yeah so and it's just a good habit to get into right so a few wow I don't know even know how long ago this was now but we did a podcast episode on things that were not vegetarian or vegan that you might think are. And then we did, um, I think it might have been within that episode Mm -hmm. that we said, well, here's some things that are that you would think 
maybe are not. And so things that are accidentally vegan, I think is how PETA PETA labels it. They're accidentally vegan. Yeah. So we have some examples of some of those things that that are probably still, as we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, not the healthiest for you. But when you're in a bind and you're really hungry and you're Mm -hmm. looking for something like in a vending machine that is vegan and uh, and doesn't contain any animal products, these are some things to look out for. Mm -hmm. So there are Kellogg's Unfrosted Pop-Tarts. Frito-Lay Fritos, the regular kind. The regular. Now, the, the ones that have the um, flavoring, I know they have some animal mm-hmm. products. So, the regular Fritos. Swedish Swedish Fish. Swedish Fish. <laughs> and like I think things. Sour Patch Kids are now, too. They didn't used to be, but I think they are now. Yeah. So, those are some things that you can look out for in the vending machine, uh, you know, if you're in a bind. Yeah. And if you want a longer list, I'll link to the PETA. PETA has a page of accidentally vegan foods by like manufacturer because you know all of the things that they're talking about are processed foods and so but it's a really long list and so i will link to that list if you want to go out and just take a gander at it and just to be aware of some stuff like like vicky said i mean it's not something that you necessarily want to eat on a regular basis because they may not be organic. They may be made by companies that you don't want to support for one reason or another. They may and probably do contain lots of bad or artificial ingredients. But again, like you said, if you're in a bind and you're really hungry, at least you know. You find yourself in the zombie apocalypse (laughs) and you're locked in to some school or (laughs) And there's a vending machine you might want to yeah if if you need go to. for the Fritos so yeah <laughs> that was silly zombie apocalypse of course you know we have a full zombie apocalypse uh, plan and already. team already yep. together yep, yep. wink is... wink shout out at our team yep <laughs> you know who you are um, all, all right. right let's move into vegan jerky we just tried some right before the podcast so yeah, we, we could report back to you guys we did i bought some i had been looking because you know when i go to whole foods i'll see like the the in the snack aisles i'll see like the jerky and i used to eat jerky and i i liked it i mean I, you know i like the texture I'm, again i'm very texture oriented i like that the, either she likes it or she right. doesn't like yeah <laughs> texture is everything um Texture and smell. But uh, so I had been and I knew that there were vegan options for jerky. And I was really curious. So I went on my last trip to Whole Foods, I actually sought it out and it was hard to find. It was at the very bottom shelf of the section that has like the candy and the like snack bar. So like where you would find Vega bars and, and things like that. Um, it was on like one shelf at the very bottom. And I mean, I looked over that entire store, but uh, I did find some. And so I bought three different ones to try. They were all the same brand. It's Primal Strips. Vegan Jerky is the brand. And I'll link to it on the on the show notes. But uh, they had varieties, different varieties that were made with soy some were made with soy, some with tempeh, some with seitan, and then some with mushrooms. They were just like, I guess, processed, compressed mushrooms or something. So they had, and they had different flavors. So what I ended up buying, I bought three different flavors. One, uh, two were soy, and there was a just a traditional type mesquite flavored one, and then a Texas barbecue one, and both of those were soy. And then the other one that I bought was mesquite lime flavor. And it was um, Saitan. <laughs> I got to tell you, so we tried the soy traditional mesquite flavor first, and I liked it. 
Now, in, I did not like it, but that's not, in fairness, I didn't really care for jerky mm-hmm. before. It, now, uh, I'm not usually picky at all, but I've never really cared for the texture of it. Mm-hmm. So when I tried this, it it was more the texture. Mm-hmm. The flavor of the first one we had, the soy one, was pretty good. The second one, it was a little too smoky Yeah, for I didn't. Me. Tasted too mesquite. Yeah, I didn't care. It tasted artificial. Yeah, the second yeah, one, the yeah. mesquite lime, yeah. Saitan one. It just tasted very artificial. In fact, I threw the rest of it out. You had a bite, and I had a bite, and I'm like, Ugh, I didn't like it. Yeah, the first one I did like. Yeah, and oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, but like I said, it's just I didn't care for jerky to begin with. I've never cared mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, and you know, I I think, and I think what I told you when we tasted them is, it's not something I would go and buy a case of and keep in the pantry. But if I was at Whole Foods and or I was zombie apocalypse or a zombie apocalypse, then definitely I would stock up. Um, but if if I was at Whole Foods and I was hungry and it was a choice between you know getting a, a strip of the vegan jerky of the the variety I like or a bag of chips or something from the bakery, which is what I usually go for first, uh, I would I would get it and I would eat it and it would be fine. I, I actually did like it. Um, <clears throat> so definitely. And the, the other thing that I liked is that one little of the little packages is 10 grams of protein. Good point. That yeah. is good. 10 yeah. grams of protein. And then it had, a again, going back to the point we were making about the artificial flavorings and stuff that you can find a lot of in the other types of jerky. Mm-hmm. This ingredients wise was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was non-GMO soy. It was um um natural vegetarian flavors. And I like that they put that on there because we've talked about natural and natural flavoring and, you know, quotations could, before. Yeah, that could include animal products. Yes, and uh it spe- specified natural vegetarian flavor uh flavors or Spices, I think it said. And then the other thing that it specified was no MSG. Nice. So very good. Overall, yeah. Because a lot of jerky does have MSG too. Yeah. And it didn't the taste super jerky. salty. Yeah. Um, you know, no, that's it, true. It was good. So overall, I think it's a win. Okay. Are we ready to move into homemade goodies? Yes, please. All right. So um, I know that you've made a few things for us. Mm-hmm. And one of them continues to be our top. <laughs> website hit for some and it's reason still, it's one of those things that keeps stra- i scratch my head about like people looking up chick- roasted chickpeas and yeah. i don't know if it's coming up maybe I, I have no idea it's a mystery to me usually well, a lot of it comes from pinterest a lot of our hits on that come from pinterest really yeah and, but here's the thing it's like we've had like better pictures of other things it's yeah. this one is just such an anomaly it's an outlier i cannot figure out because we like to look to see what people are interested in so we can obviously give you guys more of what you're interested in and this this uh, roasted so if somebody knows <laughs> please help us solve this mystery why this because the picture isn't like the, it's no. not the best it doesn't stink but it's not like the best picture we've ever taken at well least, i took the picture I and it's so. not good it was i mean on your it's just phone right or yeah something? i just i think i took it with my phone and i i put some roasted chickpeas in a little glass like mason type jar and i <laughs> i put it on our kitchen table which is wood like a darker wood and then i put uh a journal, a travel journal that had like a, a world map oh, um, maybe behind it's it. that whole thing. Maybe it was I the setup know. of it. Okay. I don't know. But anyway. All right. So, but they do taste good. But they do taste good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's, well, let's start with some savory snacks that you can make at home. Um, so snack mixes, you know, you can go to the store and you can buy those prepackaged 
Chex Mix Use things a lot and of whatever. Preservatives. Yes, a lot of stuff. Uh, not good. But you can make your own at home. And so you can use store-bought nuts. You know, if you go, f- you, uh, H-E-B, up where we shop here, has organic roasted peanuts. Um, so you can use that. You can use organic almonds, walnuts, any kind of nuts you like. And then seeds, uh, whatever seeds you like to add. Crackers, dried fruit. If you want to add some, like, vegan uh, chocolate chips, you can do that. You know, just all whatever you want. Coconut flakes to make your own snack mixes. And that way you get the flavors that you like as opposed to when you buy it at the store. You, you may be picking, like me, picking stuff out. I don't like this one. <laughs> Toss it. You know, I don't like this one. Here. Birds can have it. You know, here. You know, I, so you get exactly what you like. And that's what's good about doing these things. And then you can also dry or roast your own own ingredients for those. So you can buy raw nuts and roast them yourself. You can add your seasonings as you're roasting. You can do the same with seeds. You know, when you do your pumpkin at, at um, Halloween, if you do a jack-o'-lantern, save your seeds, roast your seeds, all kinds of stuff you can do for that. And as you mentioned, you can spice them any way you want. Mm-hmm. So like sea salt, pepper, vinegar, Make it spicy, like I like garlic, mm-hmm. herb, all that type of stuff. And like Arissa was saying, you customize it yourself too, because sometimes even some of these can be very overpowering. Yeah. And if you're not, if you want a little bit of vinegar taste, but not a lot, you you control that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you don't want to like burn your sinuses with the vinegar smell <laughs> or anything. Um, all right, what about some sweet snacks then that you can make? We talked about the roasted chickpeas, and you can do. Uh, edamame with cinnamon sugar roasted as well as you can do savory. Um, Here's a good one that I like is to dip fruit in vegan chocolate. Yeah, that that sounds really good. So vegan chocolate like fondue. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I have I put it I'm going to put a recipe in the show notes for tempered chocolate for dipping um, because it's it's a little bit different it if you just melt chocolate or you know a chocolate bar or chocolate chips and then dip fruit or crackers or whatever in it it's not going to set up right you need to do what's called tempering the chocolate where it's basically where you melt it you let it cool and then you um, add some a little bit of vegan shortening and melt or, or something else to to um kind of bulk it a little bit and then you melt it again and then when you dip it it'll help that'll help it to harden so you can dip strawberries you can do mandarin orange slices apples pineapples uh any kind of stuff like that um and then there's also s'mores mm -hmm. now this a lot of times or a lot of times the marshmallows it's actually the marshmallows you really have to be looking out for so like uh we have a brand that we like called dandies they're vegan marshmallows, and they're really good. I like them better than the yeah. original marshmallows we used to have. I don't even know the brand that we had a long time ago before we became vegetarian. And then, of course, when we became vegetarian and we started looking into what things were not vegetarian, one of those was marshmallows. Mm-hmm. I think that was in our Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. And it's because of the gelatin. They, right, that they have like a bone cartilage. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, but... Never fear, you can still have s'mores because these dandies marshmallows are really good. We usually have a package most of the time. Or two or three. (laughs) Um, And well, what I love now is I used to be able to only find them in the standard size marshmallow, but I found them the other day uh, in mini size. So I love to have those and I'll just get a a few in a little bowl just to have as a snack. Uh, You know, if I'm craving something sweet because they're not super, super sweet, but it's enough to just kind of satisfy that sweet 
craving. Yeah. And then there's the vegan chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. Um, fair trade, even better. Mm-hmm. You can find those lots of choices there in Whole Foods. Yeah. So and, we're talking about for making s'mores, right? Right. We're still making our s'more. <laughs> and then uh, graham crackers. So vegan mm-hmm. graham crackers. Now, Nabisco original grams are a- one of those things that's accidentally vegan. Mm-hmm. So um, that's You can good. do that or you can make your own. Yeah. Uh, I've got one recipe from Oshi Glows that I'll put in the show notes, but there are lots of recipes. Just, you know, Google vegan graham cracker recipes and you'll find lots. Um, and then one last thing, and this is something that you're not terribly fond of, but I like to do, is to make fruit or vegetable snacks. So make your own dried fruit or vegetables. And Oh, cat fight. There's a cat fight brewing. Uh, make I your, was watching that happen. I know. Make your own dried fruit or vegetables. We have a dehydrator that you can use. If you don't have a dehydrator, you can do it in your oven. Um, also, fruit leather, I like to do that. And again, you're not a fan. I think it's just the dried kind of texture. Like yeah. the, like I was saying with the jerky, uh-huh. with this, it's just that kind of texture. Just oh, I, I love it. Out. But I love to do apricots. That's one of my favorites. Now, those are pretty good. Yeah. I will have those when, when you make those. Yeah. And, um, but so that's a, that's a good option. And you can also dry vegetables. So you can do all kinds of different okra is one that people dry a lot. And I don't get, I don't, I just don't like okra. I like okra. I would try that. Um, and then another fruit, good fruit snack that you can make at home is applesauce. And I have a really good blog post for that on how to make homemade applesauce. And again, with that, you want to be really careful of the sugar Mm -hmm. in that. Yep. Okay, are we ready to move into the recipe of the week? Sure. Which I think we've already talked about. I think about. we have. <laughs> <laughs> We're perplexed by this. Uh, it's our cinnamon sugar roasted chickpeas recipe. It's on our website. It It is one of the first recipes, the earliest recipes that we put out on the website. So it's been out there for, I don't know, close to two years, I guess. And uh, it again, it's gotten so many hits on it. and but But it is good. It, it it is really good, really good. And it's very easy, and then it's easy to keep them in a jar and just grab a handful. And uh, they're crunchy, but they're kind of tender on the inside. And then you get that cinnamon sugar, really, really nice. All right, let's move into the quote of the week. The Go quote of the week is from Tom Rath, and he is an author. And Larissa and I were looking him <laughs> up because we wanted to say some of the things that he. She asked <laughs> me. She said, said, "Who is Tom who is Rath?" This Tom I said, "Rath, you speak of." I said, "Well, I said he's a dude that." I don't know, says stuff. <laughs> I found the quote online. So bad me. I well, didn't he, do my... he wrote the Strengths Finder 2.0. And what's really cool about him, we were reading some of his other books. They're kind of like motivational type books, but he does children's versions of his books too. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyways, the quote this week is, what we've learned is that if you can make the right decision in the supermarket aisle, it's a heck of a lot easier to make a good decision when you reach in your cupboard, when you're craving a snack at eight o'clock at night. I could not agree with that any more mm-hmm. because when we when we first were really concerned about our health and started making all these changes including being a vegetarian remember, we just cleaned everything out mm-hmm. we gave away all of our meat products to my sister we gave we uh started you know we started slowly more slowly a little bit with the junk food but mm-hmm. um throwing that stuff out but you know it it's true that when it's when that's ready readily available that's what you're going to reach for when the junk is readily available so keeping that stuff out i usually keep like raw fruit on my desk at work because if i'm tempted to get up to go to the vending machine or something i'm just like okay well let me eat these tangerines first and see if i still want something and 95% of the time it's a no i mean i'll yeah. eat that and that'll be fine yep 
That's that's good. I think a lot of times it's just that your mouth kind of just wants something to 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 do besides just sitting there and you know while you're working. Yeah. So if you if you put something healthy in it, that'll just satisfy that that craving for that. Yeah, another thing with me, a little bit of a tangent, but sometimes your brain just wants something else to do. So yeah. I'll get up and go for a walk sometimes as well. That yeah. helps too. Yep, that's true. Okay, I think that does it for our episode this week. If people want to support the show, how can they do that, Larissa? Lots of ways. I'm glad you asked. So many ways. I know. <laughs> um, you can always stop by, if you haven't done so already, to iTunes or Stitcher uh, and leave us a rating and review. We love that. And as we said last week, we read our last review and we got one this week. So we were super excited. Uh, we love, we read all of our five-star ratings and reviews online. I mean, online. <laughs> on, <laughs> on the, the podcast. Air. On the air. So uh, definitely if you, if you leave one, then you listen and you'll hear it. Another way you can support us is heading out to our website and clicking on the products tab. Favorite products. Yeah, our our favorite products tab. And that links to our Amazon store. Now, the things that we have listed on our Amazon store are things that we wholeheartedly recommend. We've pulled some things that, because of a change in company, like if they support non uh labeling of GMOs Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. We have yanked them from that store because we only put things out there that we support research or use ourselves. Exactly. And so you can, you can click on the favorite products tab on the website. That'll take you directly to our Amazon store. You can also in our show notes, anytime we talk about a product like the Dandy's marshmallows, that anytime we talk about a product that we use, if it's available on Amazon, I will put a link directly in the show notes for that product. So you can find it that way as well. Uh, So that's a good way to, to find our products. Just as a disclaimer, we do, we don't get, you don't get charged anything more if you buy something through our link. We do get a small percentage uh, kickback from Amazon for directing you there. Yeah. And what's cool is that if you, let's just say you go out there because you want to try some Dandy's marshmallows, but then you also have to pick up something else that's not necessarily uh, a new computer. Yeah. <laughs> a camera. Or a book. Or, or a camera. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, I just got my DSLR camera, which is awesome. And I can't wait to start taking pictures to put out on Pinterest and uh, and on our website and Instagram and all over the place. So, But I digress. Uh, what I was going to say is that if you go out to Amazon and you happen to click on the dandies and you're, now you're in our store and you're looking around for other stuff, anything you put in your cart and you purchase, Amazon will kick us back a couple of bucks. Too, Even if so. it's not from our store. Even if it's not from our store. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. How else can they support us? Leave a comment on our website. Yeah. Uh, you can always go to every week, every episode at the end of the show notes, we have a question and it pertains to what we talked about. So this week's question is simple. What are your favorite vegan snacks? Oh yes, definitely share. Mm-hmm, definitely. The, yeah. And, and again, as Larissa said, the best place to share on our website, or you can head out to Facebook and leave a comment on our page. We also have a closed group called the Peas and Carrots Society. Uh, how, how big is that group now, Larissa? We're like 133 members. Very, very cool. Very good, supportive group of vegetarians and vegans and just really easygoing people. And I don't know that everybody is 100% vegetarian or vegan, but really supportive of each other, sharing some a little, you know, a little more intimate kind of questions and things like dealing with difficult situations as a vegetarian and vegan, but very, very cool group of folks to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Peas and Carrots. Hey. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Okay, I think that does it for our show this week. All right. Peace out. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.